Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. Hey, everyone. Welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm Sean Duffy, along with my co-host for the podcast, my partner in life, and my wife, Rachel Campos Duffy, on this Christmas week podcast week mm-hmm. yes because we're just we're so close to christmas and you just feel it you know everyone's home everyone is home our fridge is packed with food everyone's home are there's our, hustle and bustle as it, yeah our daughter vita who's with us today welcome vita thanks for having me of course um she's here she brought her husband with her so we get vita and michael this christmas our son jack and his fiance kaylin are home and then our awesome little niece, Maddie, is visiting and staying with us as well. So how many people we have now? We have a we have a full house. I think we have I think we have like 13, 13, 13, 13 people. And then 14, on 13. Christmas on Christmas Day, uh, your brother and his family and your sister and her family are gonna come over. So uh what is full now is gonna get even more full on Christmas Day. And listen, I just think I, this is it really is a wonderful time of year. Um, and people are in good spirits and, and families are getting together and there's a celebration. And again, it's always important to remember the meaning of this season, yes. uh, that it is for the uh, birth of Christ, a little baby that was born to not very wealthy parents yes. in a little stable, <laughs> in a manger, um, in the most humble way possible. Um, yeah, boy, is there a lesson in that? Yeah, there is the humility of... So I was thinking about, like, what are your favorite... Christmas memories, Sean. My my, uh, my favorite Christmas memories. You know, listen, we've uh, we've had a, a conversations about this. We we've tried to take, you know, some of the traditions that I love from my house and the traditions that you love from your upbringing and meld them together with some new traditions for our own, you know, growing budding but, family. But you could go all the way back to your childhood. I mean, you know, listen. I first, first of all, I just I my Christmases. I remember us getting a real Christmas tree. There was no such thing as a fake Christmas tree back in the day. So we get a real Christmas tree and we would all decorate it. I loved, I loved making Christmas cookies with uh, my mom and she was really good. She'd make the dough and then oh, she would roll it out and we would all press the, the, the cutouts into the dough. And then we would go through a big frosting session um, with the cookies. Uh, then she would, she would do it early enough. So then she'd put them down in a, a freezer in our basement and I thought this was just so scandalous, but my brother Brian would go steal cookies out of the freezer. Out of the deep freezer. Right. And then then the, the rest of us learned that. So we'd go steal cookies as well. 
And by the time the Christmas came, my mother would be outraged that almost all the cookies had been eaten. And she thought she had all, you know, right, she'd pull them out when the guests come over. So there's that. And uh, we we always made mincemeat, which was an Irish, a little more of an Irish tradition. Make mincemeat was a meat and apples and spices. And and then we'd have mincemeat and mincemeat pie as well. So those are the kind of things that I remember. And, you know, here's the one thing that maybe I, I, that I think of as a big family. I was always so excited because I was the 10th of 11. At Christmas, all my brothers and sisters would come home. And if they were with, you know, if they were married, the, their, their, their husbands or wives would come with them. And I loved just everyone coming home and the, the chaos, the <laughs> chaos and the conversations and the fun. And, um, you know, just everyone was around during that, during that time. And I just it really special. And I always, I would, once Christmas was over and everyone started to leave, I'd always get depressed when they'd all yeah. kind of leave the house. So that's, that's what I remember from Christmas. You get depressed up. putting away the ornaments and all the Christmas decorations. It's so funny. Cause I, we were talking about that on Fox and friends and my two co-hosts who are guys are like, Oh, can't wait to when Christmas is over. I want to put that stuff away right away. I, hate putting it away not because i hate putting it away because i'm sad about putting it away i hate putting it away (laughs) i know that part is not fun but i I just feel sad it's like another year um it goes so fast so i feel sad and last year i actually i have a beautiful nativity scene that's quite kind of large it goes you know over the piano takes up the whole top of the piano and I just said, I'm not putting it away. I, I want to feel Christmas for the rest of the year. So I didn't have to take that one out this year because it was already out. You know, those people that leave their Christmas yeah. lights on all year. It's a little bit like that. Um, I left it up all all year. But I, I love I love decorating. I love the way the house looks and the lights and the um, the feeling of it all. When I grew up, my parents, uh, my dad was in the military. So we traveled from house to house. So in our family, Sean, you and I, carried on the Duffy tradition. We've never had a fake tree, always had a real tree. Usually we cut it down ourselves. This year we got New Jersey. Yeah, we, we, this is the first time we did in our lives in 24 years, 25 years that we've not cut down our own Christmas tree. That's kind of depressing. It was, it was a little weird, but in any but, case, but just, I grew up the, with the place we went did, had awesome. just did, did one weekend of letting people cut Christmas trees and they closed their, their shop. And so we didn't have that option and we had to go. To a, to a neighboring place and uh, grab a tree, which is beautiful, I think, but we didn't get to cut it down. Yeah, it was a, it's a beautiful tree. And anyway, so when I was growing up, we always had fake trees. And scandalous. I know, but you know, when you travel and you're in Europe or you're in Peru or you're in England or you're wherever, you can't always access a real tree. So, um, you know, I just, I think back on my mom having to put all of this together, like, you know, you move every three years, you move your whole family, your whole life. And she always made our home so nice. Um, she always made sure that we were unpacked quickly and feeling like we were back in, in, you know, in our own home, wherever we were in the world. And the other tradition we had growing up was we always invited an airman, a soldier who was, didn't have a family with them, a young soldier. So my dad, you know, would, see somebody one or two guys in the office that didn't have a family and he would always invite them over. So we spent Christmas Eve dinner, which is our big dinner growing up um, with a, with a stranger, which I always thought was kind of fun. We always kind of look forward to who's, who's dad bringing home from, 
from the base, from the base this yeah, year. So and so that was kind of cool. I think my favorite memory, though, is I remember being, I don't know, maybe 10 or 11. And I didn't write I didn't write this on my Christmas list because I think I was trying to test whether Santa was real or not. So I didn't put it on my Christmas list, but I wanted I only wanted Barbies. I only wanted Barbies, but I didn't put it on the list. And I was testing to see if it was real. And we went to midnight mass. And then when we came back from midnight mass was when we would, Santa would arrive. We got back from mass. It was so exciting. And I had all Barbie, everything. So it was amazing. It it, it re-sparked my belief. Yeah. So Evita, what, and I want to come back to what we've done this year in the house, which I want to talk about a little bit because Rachel's changed it up. But what, what are your favorite memories growing up um, in the Rachel and Sean Duffy household? Well, I, just, I wanted to ask you a question first. Did you think that maybe all of the chaos and people coming home on Christmas and like how exciting that was for you as one of the youngest children of 11 was why you wanted to have a big family? That's a great question. And the answer is I'd never wanted to have a big family. That was not my plan. I didn't go like, you know what? I want to, I had, a, you know, all these brothers and sisters. I want to have this massive big family myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a plan. I don't want to say I didn't have a plan on when, when I was very Catholic of you, not when, to I, have a plan when I was going to have a, when we were going to have one or two or four. And in all honesty, we just kept getting, blessed with more kids and I kept rolling with God's punches of like, okay, we're going to have one more and off we go. So no, that was, that was, that was not even in the back of my mind. Like I was trying to recreate that. But as I said, home this Christmas, there is a recreation. I look at Patrick, our little Patrick is seven. And the excitement I think he has is everyone's come home and he plays by himself, but then he plays with kind of all these different, you know, you know, older siblings or, or, or boys that are in the house. And I think he's having the time of his life, by the way, he wears his pajama bottoms and he's topless. He looks like a little Mowgli running through the house. And he's a little Tarzan, Tarzan. Yeah, I know, but maybe some, somewhere subconsciously in your deep, deep subconscious Sean. You wanted a big family based on that. That could be. I just, I got to go to counseling to figure that out. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know that right now. (laughs) All right. What's your, yeah, I just, I'll say that that's also an observation that I've had this year is that I think it's so fun for all of them. And, and um, I think it's also been interesting to watch even Valentina who, you know, she's, she's four, she has down syndrome and you don't always know exactly what she's thinking or feeling because she, she doesn't, she can't talk super well yet um but she's been super overstimulated i think because she's up really late with everybody and i guess yesterday she slept almost until noon because it's crazy <laughs> we're like yeah she is she's overstimulated with all the people in the house i think she's really happy um i think they all all the little kids are really happy so it makes me think of of dab anyways um a tradition that i really liked growing up that we still have here that can be a little distracting during the day if you're trying to write from home <laughs> is is the music dad plays music constantly in all rooms of the house at all times of the day and night during the christmas season which keeps it very spirited and fun and like i said if you're working from home and trying to write it's a little hard to have music in your ears right space but it's still very it's still very fun and there was also lots of dance parties then growing up and people using like not movies or but just like Christmas music and all the kids 
dancing around the Christmas tree. You probably have hours of video footage of all of us little uh, growing up dancing to Christmas music. I was a prolific videoer yeah. when we were when when you guys were all little. I've kind of fallen off the video train. She was um, an original vlogger. I, I really was. I was really good at it. And I would, I would, I would uh, talk about what was happening and what was going on in in the world at that time and what everyone was doing and what was big in our lives. And because you, what you don't realize is you forget those things. And yeah, I thought I did a pretty good job of. No, so when, if we go back and watch, and by the way, we're not doing this now, and it's such a regret. I think because you Cause had the iPhones because the iPhones right before you had a video camera and you just kind of videotaped everything. And so what Sean would do that I thought was so cheesy at the time. And I think it's so great right now. So if I go back and watch a video from 2002 or three or four or five, six, um, whatever, it, the video will start off with Sean going, all right, it's Saturday, you know, September, whatever, in 2000, whatever. Um, this just happened in the news, you know. Uh, you know, you, you'll get a, a spattering of the current event. Suddenly it sparks all these memories. Or, and, and then in addition, he'll say, you know, last week Rachel was doing this and this, and then this week I'm doing this, and the kids just did this. And and then we'll go in and, and you'll see the, the videotape. So you actually get context of what's going on in the world at that time it's it, so awesome it's so great if all those young dads that are listening right now moms you know give some context to it because you'll forget i mean you will not believe how much you forget uh it's crazy but i'd actually talk about gas prices like the gas prices have spiked to this much yeah. and now i look back i'm like god that was cheap yeah. <laughs> compared to what we pay right now but again it's, it's a but it's it is a good point to go you know talk about what's going on in the world and in, in your family as you're doing the videos that you put together because again i stopped doing them and i think the iphone is the reason but i, I I've, I've done legacy box um and i've done three different sessions of legacy boxes and I've just looked at a lot of the old videos. They're so um, that that are through there. So that's that. I think that's I appreciate that. That's uh, that's I think that's important. I like the Christmas music is is a wonderful part of Christmas. It does keep you in the spirit. Just a quick note: yesterday I was in it was in Fox News and at a meeting for the Bottom Line, which by the way is on Fox Business from six p.m. to seven p.m. with Dagan and Duffy. You're watching Brett Perry. You're not watching the Bottom Line, so just switch the channel. I'm a shameless plugger, but. So as I was, we're doing the meeting, if you're Brett Bear and you're listening, uh, sorry, <laughs> she's my wife, Brett. Don't don't take offense. Um, so I was we're doing our meeting for the show, and all of a sudden it's a glass. There are all the glass windows in the meeting room, and 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 Jimmy Fela walks by, and I love Jimmy. Jimmy's wonderful. No, um, it's like it's, this is beyond love with you and Jimmy. <laughs> like I thought I was the only one that noticed this bromance, but literally, like somebody the other day. I was talking to somebody in the building and they were like, made some reference to like how you and Jimmy love each other. <laughs> I was just like, Jimmy's fantastic. They are like best buds. But I love him more now because here's what happened. TK, he walked by and went in his office, his show. He, he strutted by. I, I actually, I recreated the strut for Rachel. I'm like, who is this? And I strutted like Jimmy struts. Jimmy. <laughs> so. But then he walked by and his office was right by our meeting room. And so once we got done, I was like, I'm going to go say hi to Jimmy in his office. And I walked in and the lights are low and I walk in and I'm going to say hi to Jimmy and Jimmy's not there. But Jimmy's playing Christmas music 
in his office. He's got a little, what are they, the little, little sound bar, whatever you guys call these things. And he is playing Christmas music and his jam. Like the scene is like totally set for Christmas. I'm like, this is Jimmy's not here, but I'm like, Jimmy is so awesome. The vibe that's I going on say, like, in his office. If you thought that Jimmy, if you wondered, could this just be an act? Could somebody be this joyful and nice and awesome all the time? The answer with Jimmy Fela is yes. Yes. He's that awesome all the time. He's that positive. He's that funny. He's that kind. He's that supportive of everyone around him. He loves he, he feels like he won the lottery in life working at Fox and doing what he does. And it doesn't surprise me that his office is cheerful. He's kind of like, he's a little bit like Elf. He's like a ray of sunshine. He is. But so anyway, that was Christmas music. I, and I, anything else? What else do you like? Because I want to come back to what we've done this Christmas in a second. Yeah, anything sure. else that you think about from from your childhood? Well, I don't know. Um, you know, it just... The kids have some traditions of everybody sleeping in one room on Christmas Eve. They make the fort. They make the Christmas fort the night before Santa arrives. So they all are in the same room together. And then they'll they would sometimes bring in like a laptop so that in the morning, if mom and because they're not allowed to come downstairs until mom and dad have made coffee and. Um, so are ready for them to come down. So they might have to entertain, color, draw. Later on, they had a laptop. They could watch a Christmas movie if mom and dad weren't up. But they, they are not allowed to go down. And they actually keep their... They're, they're pretty good. They're so, pretty good about they're, you know, they're, So they're, this is a tradition we took from my house. So um, we, we would out, never, never could we go downstairs to the Christmas tree on Christmas morning until my mom and dad woke up. So we'd sit at the top of the stairs looking, looking down. It's a little split level uh, house to the Christmas tree with the presents underneath it. I mean, and you're dying with excitement, right? You're like, this is amazing. I can't believe I can't go. And, and, and five minutes feels like five hours on Christmas morning. But, and then, you know, we, uh, when, when my mom and dad would wake up, we'd all have to sit on the stairs and we'd have to horribly sing away in a manger and so we've taken that tradition the kids can't go downstairs to the christmas tree and we sing a really rough rendition of away in the manger which makes it that much more beautiful because we're such bad singers we're not the von trops and who decided to do away in the manger in your house who made that i think it was grandma carol and then christmas morning we would always and it was always a big deal of because the the baby g we, we had a we have a little duffy family manger and every uh, baby Jesus would not be in the manger. Oh, you guys do that until yeah. Christmas morning, and then one of the little kids would have the honor of being able to put the baby Jesus Did in you get that honor a couple times. Um, and I get annoyed when my little sister was able to do it, but it's always it was a great honor. Everyone wanted to do it and put the put the uh, baby Jesus in the manger, and we don't do we don't do that part, but we do sing uh, and and wait. But here's what's happened over the course of of our Christmases. You know, you, you go to bed late as parents and then the kids wake up at some ungodly hour. And oftentimes we were pretty good at getting up at an ungodly hour and, you know, doing our process, getting coffee and then, you know, having our, you know, Christmas morning kick off. But the older we've gotten, I think the harder it is to, to manage oh, yeah. that. And so now it's like, I think we will sleep till like seven o'clock now. Um, before we're like drug out of bed. Kids get so mad. So annoying. We'll have more of this conversation after this. 
Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. See, one thing that's been really awesome this Christmas for me. So when you walk into our house, I have like this round table that's sort of in the entryway. And one of, I have this like very tall nativity scene that I've placed underneath that table. So it's got the three wise men and Mary and Joseph the baby Jesus, and they're they're kind of tall. I mean, I would say they come from my feet to what, like, Your thigh. yeah, yeah, to my thigh, middle of my thigh. Only like five foot. So Valentina is only you know three feet tall, maybe two feet tall. I don't know how tall she is. Tiny, and she's kind of not much bigger than these <laughs> than, than, the, than the nativity yeah. scene. Yeah, and she has loved. I, she will go and spend hours just sitting in front of this nativity scene. And I have these um, on the family altar. I have the gifts of the Magi. I don't know how she's figured it out, but she'll take them off the altar and bring them over to the manger, the, the Holy family scene that I have under that table. And she, uh, every time I come down, baby Jesus has been moved because she's, you know, playing with baby Jesus and trying to figure out what's going on in this really cool thing. It's so cute how much time she spends with it. And I just think, I don't know. It's just been, it's been my favorite part this Christmas. Yeah. And I miss some of that because I've been gone during the day, but here's what I like what you've done this, this Christmas um, season. You, so we've gotten bows, uh, real ones because usually you we have some fake boughs that look real that you would put up over a lot of our our doors um in the inside the house um we would do live one uh, real ones outside the house but inside you 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 do the fake ones this year uh, they're all real inside the house um and you have little snowflakes that fall off of the green boughs that go over the do- doorways or archways in our house you actually on the stairs strung the the boughs up in uh, on either side of the stairs and what's interesting is it the live the the real ones look so much better than than the fake ones first off but the smell of boughs in your house yeah is really cool. And so I think our house looks better than it ever has because of the way you did it this year. Thank you. And by the way, it it didn't take that much time. It was not, it didn't, I think it would take forever to kind of do this setup. And cause I got, I, I pound nails and hang them. It went pretty quick actually. And I, I'm not, I'm not disappointed. Yeah, the smell of pine. I love it. I yeah, love it's beautiful. It. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been a good Christmas and, and also, you know, last night, everyone, Sean got back from his show. We were all sitting around. We had made cookies 
and um, we were sitting around the table at the end of after dinner, and it was a huge. I mean, like I said, it's like thir- twelve of us, eleven of us, of us, yeah. And Sean came home, and we kept talking. It was just such a nice. It was just awesome. And I think, though, listen, those are those are those are the moments. Those are those yes. are the feelings that people have for Christmas. And you may not you may not remember the specific instance instant of yeah, sitting around that table what was com- going but you you will associate christmas with the feeling that you had of all of your your siblings and your parents and everyone sitting around having these conversations and it's a that it, it it goes to the heart of why family is so important because it you know it's just it's yeah. such a great human can, engagement can i tell you something that you did that i just i didn't even know you had done this but i thought it was so interesting this was not at christmas but i was going through all the legacy box like this is a legacy box ad it's not <laughs> but uh all the- I, should, I should be getting uh, something from legacy box for this yeah. i'm so listen they're great it was like the, i got explain what it is some people I sent, you're you can about. send in all whatever tape you have because there's all these different versions of tapes that we've used over the course of the last 30 years tiny ones bigger put, ones they send you a box DVDs. and you put your tapes in there and, and you send it to them and they're a little backlog, so it took me a couple of months. But I got I I they send all my tapes back to me, and then I have two options. I have a little a little USB drive, um, and I also have a link where they keep them on the cloud if I want. And so now I've they've digitized all of these videos, but that I couldn't play anymore. I, I didn't have a, a a camera or an ability to play these old tapes, so I haven't seen them for years. And now I got them back, and I'm like, we can totally watch them as a family. Yeah. So I so I love the old videos. Like I if if we're gonna sit down and watch something, I don't want to watch a movie. I'd like to watch the old videos. Like more than anybody else in the family, I think they're awesome. And something that I found that Dad did that I didn't even know he had done was record conversations, not like in a creepy way. It was just like he'd have the phone set up like on the counter or something nearby. Camera, not phone. Yeah, the camera. (laughs) I meant the camera. Back then, no phones. Right. It was a it was a camera, and it would just be like an everyday conversation like at at the kitchen table and i just thought it was like what was mom talking about in 2004 and what was dad talking about and i'm four and so what was my conversation like what did i have to say coming home from school um and then so we didn't get a dinner table conversation for christmas but dad did something very similar because the, the videos were so long that we have all of these just like making food and the conversations at, at the in the kitchen at yaya's house growing up yaya's my mom's mom um and it just i don't know just to listen to what people were talking about then uh and the the conversations were just super sweet and i wish i wish we would do that again like like what we did yesterday we were just sitting around the table having that as a memory recorded as well would have been such a fun conversation i just it's yeah I, I wonder why we don't do that so i think but i also thought I was at least insightful. I was insightful. I was insightful enough to go, you know, I think, I think times will change and, and our experiences are going to change and our, and our house might change and what we're doing in our lives might change. And I'll want to think back to go, what was it like when we had this moment and I want to record it and, and, you know, everyone looks a lot younger and, and again, the kind of the conversations, you know, sometimes might be boring, but you pick these nuggets up of what people think and 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 why they think it and what's going on in our lives. And again, I would I would encourage uh, people if you don't do it, um, it's really fun 
And you, as Rachel said, you forget so much of even like what it was like to have, you know, the, the little kids, what was a morning, what's a, mor- what's a, and what's a morning like in a, in a day in our life? What's a dinner like for a day in our life? What is Christmas like in our life? And again, I think when you look out, even your kids, if you said that you don't have yet, uh, uh, they might look back to go, wow, what was it like when my little, when my mom, when my mom was a little girl, the difference I think is that right now, I mean, people are definitely recording and making videos of their life, but they're super curated and edited. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? For show, right? They're, they're, yeah, they're meant for, yeah, exactly. And I think this is so raw and there, there is something different about it. And, and there's something about, and, and by the way, now you're seeing like a lot of these Instagram star, you know, moms, for example, moms and dads, you know, some strange stuff is happening in the background where they're forcing their kids to do stuff and, and whatnot. This is like just raw footage. I, I, I think there's something really sweet about it. That's different than like being uh, an Instagram influencer. influencer and trying to create something that you think or think people want versus what actually happened. I didn't want to yes. do it, do it for likes, right? Because that wasn't an option for us then. No <laughs> it was no likes. It was for us. I did it for us. I did it for us to look back. And frankly, um, I do think uh, there's there's probably an appetite for people to actually see what people truly live like. That's that doesn't have filters and it's not highly curated and it's fake. I mean, a lot of people pretend to have a lot of fun and do a lot of things that aren't really fun, but they're just, it's for show um, as opposed to doing things that are, are a little more real. So anyway, I listen, as, as we go through this Christmas season, this has been wonderful. Um, Again, having everyone home. And as you go through your own lives, those of you who are listening and your own traditions, um, you know, lean into them, lean into the traditions and record them document. Your kids will want to see them later. And maybe in this really raw form, can I, can I say, uh, go ahead. just to say something that's I I had thought about I've been thinking about this for the last couple actually maybe maybe since I left for college because you know you look back at the videos and you think like oh these are the golden years right because you were little and you you know it, everything is much more magical right and for me I just I and I'm an I can be nostalgic dad's nostalgic mom's not quite as nostalgic as dad and I can be that's a, that's a military brat thing you just gotta. You got it up and go. <laughs> Just move on. But but I but I I have a mental when you're moving. Moving on. Weeks, yeah, you can't. <laughs> but I have actually noticed about myself that I'm not super sentimental about Christmas because about the old Christmas and the videos because every time I come back, there's a new kid. So it's like, what am I sentimental for the time where there wasn't lucia or was sentimental the time where there wasn't valentina so it's like you know you're not really the golden years aren't over because there's so many little kids still here and it's continued 24 years later and there's just something that's really awesome about having a big family and being the oldest of a big family and never feeling sad about it because the magic is is still here and alive and actually what's that was going to end up happening is when there are no more little kids for my sibling side a lot of my myself, my older siblings are going to start yep. to have their own kids. And so it's never really going to be over or sad in a in like a depressing kind of way. That's just something I've noticed 
that's really awesome about being from a big family. It's funny because I, I ran into Will um, after work. Will he was at Will Kane, I'm sorry. He was coming out of his office. I was coming out. We were talking about Christmas stuff. And Pete joined and Will was like, ah. he just, you know, his kids are now teenagers and it's just different. He's like, I really miss those times when they were younger, you know, and at Christmas time. And I was like, that's why I kept having them. It's like, it is fun having little kids around Christmas. It is a lot of fun. And I would say, I don't have those videos that you have of your young Christmases and your life when you're little. My parents didn't do that. And maybe that's what Patrick will say to me. You did that for V10 Jack and, and little Patrick don't, doesn't have as many videos and we should do. Maybe commit to doing that. This well, I year, think Sean. I think others should should participate as well and take take some of the yeah, load of of taking videos of what's going on. It shouldn't just be you know old old white haired dad. dad. So um, listen, I've actually got to go to work. Um, I got a couple shows to do today, and so um, you guys. By the way, you're doing a show tonight as well. So we're all going to go. This is how our life has changed. Like I, I again, we're going to New York City today. Um, all the kids are coming in. They're all going. Well, because Sean has to work, I have to work. After work, I'm, so we're just gonna all make a. It's New York City's fun and at Christmas time. It's so way too packed. Everyone's um, coming in, but they're all coming in, and then we're gonna come back and um, lazy day tomorrow. Lazy day tomorrow. We've tried to get most things set up where we got you know food. There's gonna be a f few things we gotta take care of on Saturday, but for the most part, we are ready to go to dive into the celebration, the meaning of the season. Um, which is the birth of Christ. And so uh, with that, I, listen, I, I want to wish you all a, a really wonderful and, and Merry Christmas. Um, lean into the traditions, lean into your family, uh, lean into the memories that you create that are the, that, that are so special in all of our lives. Um, that's what we're doing. Um, and again, uh, be blessed. And if you're Catholic, you're going to go to church twice this weekend. <laughs> you're going to go on you know, twice on Sunday, which is a lot of, I'm like, oh, I'm, glad you brought up, I'm glad you brought up church on because a lot of people taking their little kids to see Santa Claus, um, which is a wonderful thing, but take them to go see Jesus too. go to mass, go to church, go to your faith service. Um, make sure you're doing that. Can I make one before we go? Last night we had uh, Neil McDonough on, an actor. He always he always plays bad guys in these movies. And he's, he's awesome. He's on, in Yellowstone. He's in Yellowstone. He's he was in uh, Mall Cop Two. Um, he is he plays a great bad character, and yet he's like a nice guy. Right? He is the nicest guy you'll ever meet. And he brought he said something yesterday on the bottom line. He's just he's he's got five kids. He's a devout Catholic. He won't do any scenes where he has to he where he'll kiss another woman. Um, so he, he, he the, has the, boundaries. The bad guy never has to kiss women. So he's, he's, he's kind of gone into this bad guy mode. But we were talking about some of the wins that Catholics had, or not Catholics, the Christians had had over the course of the last um, year in 2023. And uh, the football coach Kennedy won $1.7 million when they said he, the school fired him because he was praying on the field. And he, you know, that was overturned. We had a, a website designer who didn't want to do a, a, a gay or a trans website, they won that case. So there's a no, number of victories for religious freedom and the First Amendment over the course of 2023. And I asked, we were asking um, Neil about that. Um, and he was like, listen, I, my, my priest told me this. He's like, you know, it's interesting how much energy we'll put into cheering on our sports teams. One of our sports teams to win. He's like, you know what? There should be a similar amount of energy on your religious team. You know, those who are winning or those who are standing up and, you know, being bold, 
in in really challenging circumstances to and cheer him on like you would culture. cheer on your sports yeah. team in the culture. And I'm like, that was a really great point that he made. And I'm like, you're right. We we put a lot of time into things that don't mean shit. You just made the, I'm thinking that because you said, don't have him go see Santa. Have him go see Jesus. Have to see right? both. <laughs> they, they can go see both, right? But also it's like, cheer on your sports team, but also cheer on some of the cultural, you know, you know, all-star players, you know, all-star quarterbacks that are making great plays that are fighting out there. I think that's, uh, that was the point that he was making. And, and I, and I loved it. And you made me think of that, as you said, Santa and Jesus. And so sports yeah. and sports and culture, yeah, make along. sure you're, you're, it's not just about cookies and snow and reindeer. It's about Jesus. So make sure you, you take, take time to, by the way, if you don't figure out what the church schedule is, if you haven't been there in a while, Go to the website. Check out the church schedule. We're going um, twice. You're off right. Go to go to go to church, and um, and and really delve into the meaning. Show your kids what the real meaning of the season is. I love it. Listen, everyone. Thanks for joining us at the kitchen table. Again, want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, if you do like our podcast and you want to give us a little Christmas gift, you can rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. I always subscribe. Uh, you get a notice every time we drop. You can always find us at foxnewspodcasts.com. Um, and again, uh, we want to wish you from the Duffy family to all of you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com.